Hello, hello, and welcome to Mimosas with my besties. I'm Erin, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! Yay! Here at Mimosas with my besties, I shoot the shit with my two best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart, and we truly hope that you do so as well. So with all that said, let's meet the best friends, and we'll go in alphabetical order. Hey, y'all. This is Amber. Hope you guys are having an amazing day or night, wherever you are. Sit tight. It's going to be a bumpy but fun ride, and welcome. (laughs) Hey, everyone. This is Siobhan. I am here to have the conversations. Let us talk tonight. Be prepared. Bring your tea and beverages. Uh, Let's talk. How about you, hon? Hi, everybody. As mentioned before, I am Erin. I am also here to have the beverages, the tea. I'm actually drinking Gatorade because I did not hydrate enough um, today, this week, ever at this point. Um, (laughs) um, And I'm excited to to get going tonight. Um, As always, I like to give a little fun fact about myself because what do I do? I love sharing about myself. Um, Why not? Why not? Um, So today's fun fact about Erin is... I think I've already shared that fun fact before. So let's move on to another one in my brain. I need, you know, I just need to have a list. I need to stop pretending Let it be like I could do this. Right. You know what happens? It'll Listen, to you. do not, do not point out the glitches. Okay. If the matrix turns off, it'll turn back on. It's right. fine. <laughs> right. It happens. Right. It happens. Um, favorite colors are boring. Um, not always. Not always. Not always. Okay. So my favorite colors. Now listen. All right. Um, it's not just because I'm queer that I like the rainbow. Mm-mm. I like the. I, you know what? You can like the rainbow and not be queer. Okay. But I love the rainbow not just because of what it, what it represents like in the culture, but just you know a rainbow. However, what I like to wear color wise that looks great on me is teal, like a burgundy mm-hmm. and light purple. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those right. are my yeah yeah. So those are my colors, but you know, also those are good like drink colors too. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't think you know what? a fuchsia or a lavender one though. You know what's too? It depends. Like especially if you get like a what are they called a hurricane or something like a credible hawk or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like the lighter it is, it's like is that means it's more alcohol in it or is it darker? The darker means less because that's more food coloring. And I feel like the lighter it is, it's like I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> Hey, you know, that's bartenders, really good... let us know in the comments. Right. <laughs> well, I could tell you this. I don't know. Yeah, tell tell us. Bart- I have bartender friends. The the person who does my hair, who does mm-hmm. all those designs on my hair, his girlfriend is a bartender. It's my I, I don't want to say my bartender, um, because that makes me sound like I drink a lot, but <laughs> hey, listen, um, we have our favorites. Right. We have our favorites. Um I I'll I'll ask her. I'll be like, hey, can you listen to the podcast and give us some feedback? Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I always know when my rum and coke is going to be good, because if if the if it's too dark, I'm like, that's not enough rum in there. I, so I lift it up to the light, right. and I'm like, if I can't see through it enough, I'm like, oh god, not only can right. I taste whether it's got enough rum, but I also be like, mm, uh, this is too. I want to say opaque. I need it to be. <laughs> see through thank you i've got to the point when it comes to like drinking like when we you know used to go out um 
Now, mind you, okay, is it a, this is an accomplishment because I haven't had a drink since January, which is crazy because I usually like wine with my drinks. But then when I go out to someplace and I never know what I want, these are my three options, literally. It's either mm-hmm. Red Bull and Vodka, mm. gin and tonic, or just Ooh. give me Jack Daniels straight. That is I'm it. Sorry. <laughs> Jack Daniels neat. Like wait, neat. do you like yeah. it with do you like it without ice or with ice? Um, it depends on my mood. Sometimes it's not sometimes it's without ice. Sometimes it just gives so it no gives it something like all. that. None. So no rocks. So literally neat. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. need wow. like a straw or are we just taking this? No, just like, taking a it. straw? No, no straw. Mm-mm. I'm gonna drink it like a champ. Who I'm gonna drink it like a, a big kid. Some people. No, I'm gonna drink it like the big kid. Nope. Okay. And that'll be that. And now that'll, or, 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 or <laughs> if they have a really good bourbon and then I'm here for it. And that will be my drink for the rest of the night. I might have one or two and then like, I'm chilling. It makes me feel like an adult. <laughs> it makes me feel like one of the big kids in the room. What? You know what? Good. Speaking of that, what's a, what's an ad? What's an adult? What's an adult? What does it, what is that? What is that thing? <laughs> You know, what does it mean to be an adult? What is what is an adult anyways? It's questionable. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's questionable. Because sometimes you can be somewhere and then something weird happens and you're like, I need an adult. <laughs> and you're the only adult in the room. Oh, no, age. it's me. Oh, no. I'm oh. me? I'm the adult? No. no. I, I opt out. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick tap out, but just, I would, mm-mm. but I would say sometimes some of the most empowering moments when I'm like, yeah, I'm the adult, <laughs> I'm the one in charge. I make this is where the buck ends. The buck ends with me, buddy. Right. And then other times I'm like, no, mm-mm, that I'm sorry, that's above my pay grade. Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry, I'm passing that buck right up. Yeah, I, I didn't step up to that ladder today. I did, that, I am not on this soapbox today. I am sitting on the grass. <laughs> You know, in the shady area, I came to view. Don't right. put me in charge. I'm just here for the show. Yeah. Or you know what I like? You know what I like? What? what I like? Yeah. When I um, worked in reception and I was the lead receptionist sometimes. And, you know, you get people, let me speak to the manager. Let me speak to the supervisor. Da, da, da. And of that moment, you're the one that they have to talk to. Mm. Don't look at me like I'm 12. Mm. <laughs> It's like, I want to speak to someone, you know, th- that's me today. That's that's me. My manager is not here right now, but I could, leave, you know, take a message or, you know, how can I help you? They look at me like, like this aunt right here. Yes. Stop it. Don't Stop make me it. stand on my chair. Don't make me stand on my rolling chair. Rep, rep for all the petite ones out there that are running things. You have a fan base. I can promise you right now. They don't even know it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. You are the president of the club today. Or if you have to check somebody who's being really mean to your coworkers, and it's like you come around the corner, and they want to talk to somebody else, and you're that somebody else. Mm-hmm. My five four nothing comes up, ma'am. You will not talk to my coworker this way. What they said is correct. How can I help you? Or let let me say this in a different tone. <laughs> Get out, GTFO, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Then it's like, but, okay. But like in a professional way. In a professional way. Like you get that tone, like you get that stance, like mm-hmm. I'm the boss today. Like not today. Not, and it's not happening. You have to get that like very defensive stance. Because if you like cower a little bit, no, it's I'm standing, my arms are crossed sometimes. I'm getting defensive because I feel like you're going to jump at me and I'm small. So I have to react. 
Do you, I don't know about y'all, but I find myself, especially with like masculine energy that's coming Mm -hmm. off real, like I'm not taking you seriously for the authority that you very obviously have. Mm -hmm. I will square my shoulders and my Mm -hmm. stance when Mm -hmm. I'm talking to them to say, no, Mm -hmm. my dude. And I'll drop the tone of my voice. I won't speak up high where I normally am. I will get lower and be like, excuse me. What I'm saying is the letter of the law right now. You Uh can take it or you can't. But what I'm going to tell you is you're not going to stand here and disrespect any of my members anymore. You can kindly take your exit or I Mm -hmm. will move this to proper authorities. I really don't want to do that because that's not my favorite thing to do. But I've noticed myself like getting into like a fortified position Uh and then my voice drops. Yeah, yeah. And then you like if you're sitting already, I find myself standing up. Standing. I stand right that up. It's sure like do. it's like one of them things like, hold on, let me let, let me get almost at your <laughs> eye level. Hold on. <laughs> Is that moment where you're sitting at the desk and you took your heels off so you put them back on? <laughs> so you're like, wait a second, I got this. Let me put my big girl shoes on. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Listen, it, it hits a little different because when I started off, I was working with kids. And so first off, the administration thought I looked too young because I was fresh out of college. Um, what? Um, so I looked too young for the position. And then the other thing was I'm here for fun with these kids. And so all they do is see me in the position of fun. So when I have mm-hmm. to start getting loud, um, they don't see that. And mm-hmm. I don't really have, I didn't have that uh, ability within me to do it. So I didn't really learn about the deepening the voice until like, you know, trial by fly- fire, because mm-hmm. this is also where I learned I'm not a good screamer. My voice cracks. I'll be mm-hmm. over here like a full on like teenager going through all of the puberties. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that just <laughs> diminishes the power that you have because then it's a whole laughing stock thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so then I have to wait a little bit. So it was more so... Um, especially now in my current position, I'm even toned all the time. But what I will do, if somebody starts getting loud over the phone, I get very quiet. And I will let you blow all the steam out that you need to blow mm-hmm. out. Um, uh-huh. And when they say, hello? Oh, I'm here. I'm just typing up what I need to type up so I can make sure everything is documented in the memo that I'm keeping. Um, I will also sometimes always, almost always get quieter. So you have to be quiet to hear what I'm saying. Match um, that pitch, match that tone. It's a fucking move. if you're getting higher, that means I'm getting lower. It will be uh-huh. almost to the point where I'm like whispering to you over the phone. And so you have to get, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear uh-huh. me now? How about right. And so for me, it's partially um, to just change the dynamics of the the conversation. But the other part of me is kind of also a little petty because that means that I've had the control to kind of bring you down because you can be loud, Mm -hmm. but I will always return back to you with a smaller, quieter voice. And so you're Mm -hmm. going to have to come back down to my energy because you can't be loud and breathing extra harsh over the phone and or in person. Um, Generally in person, it's not the case because they see that I'm not changing my demeanor. You'll see me writing notes. You'll see me uh, talking to you. But at the same time, so just a quick recap, I want to make sure I understood you correctly. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, those kind of things, like I heard when you said I heard so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's completely, not completely different, but it is a little different because I can't, I'm not a good yeller. Um, 
I've tried it two and a half times. And it's just, that's not my bag. That is not the gift I was presented with. And I'm okay with that now. Um, so I, I might get a little bass in my voice. Cause that was what my, uh, my supervisor at the time was teaching me with the kids. Like, you just gotta get a little bass in your voice. Do I mean, my voice is a little bit deeper, but it's not like, Hey, I need you all to get quiet. That's just not it. Um, well, <laughs> so that never that. quite worked out with me. I had to start learning other ways to get the things together. And it's easy for you to say, dude, because you're you're a bigger guy and mm-hmm. you have a deep voice. When you get deeper, mm-hmm. you have like that dad tone. It's just like, dude, instantly. Everybody's, what, what? We're in trouble. Oh, so, yeah, I um, yeah. I've had to learn over time. But yeah, those are generally my, my go-tos. Oh, and if it's at work, if you would like to speak to my supervisor, surely so fast, this sounds, right? This is above me now. Mm-hmm. This is above this me. Um, we can move forward. I can give you my supervisor's information. That is not a problem for me. I'm not afraid. Is yeah. again so that that when you're an adult is when you start figuring out what resources to employ at what moment. Yes, how to best you know control or figure out a situation that you're assess in that's most situation assess the situation that's that makes that makes Absolutely. it safe for you and the pe- if you're you know with people that you're trying to protect or help mm-hmm. like that's adulting at its greatest and that yes. is lessons that some people don't ever learn yeah absolutely absolutely because like when i had like thank goodness we had <laughs> This is the pettiness in me. So when I did front desk or reception for a while, we had glass windows that we slide, you know, open and close. <laughs> and what get me was someone would go off and I'll sit there and not change either my facial express or nothing. And then when I'm done talking or if I'm done listening, because after you said something, I'm like, and they look at me like, are you listening? I said, oh, is it my turn? Okay. So then I'll repeat <laughs> what I said and they still go off. So I close the window, but I lock it. And then I continue mm-hmm. working and they're sitting there looking, looking at me like, no, she didn't. In my mind, the window is soundproof. So I just sound you out. People make this assumption that we can take. Yeah. People, no. people make this assumption that you can speak to people however the fuck you want. Mm-mm. And that people who are in like customer service reception or are there in some like some sort of customer service are mm-hmm. supposed to take whatever you tone you speak to them at. I don't know where the fuck the world got that shit from. Mm-mm. You must be sorely mistaken. Sorely right. mistaken. Also, where did you get this thing where you can say whatever you want and have no consequences? That's mm-hmm. that's completely different than free speech. Like, I don't understand yeah. how people get that confuzzled. You can right. say whatever you want, but there are consequences to your words and your mm-hmm. tone. Absolutely. Nobody has to take how you talk to them at all. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, when you're in that customer service, depending on the policies and procedures at your institution or your place of work, you have to react a certain way Mm -hmm. to keep your job. Mm -hmm. And then you have to evaluate for yourself if that is any dissonance with what you can handle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different working at one place than another on how you can handle stuff, but there's no way you need to take abuse from people. Mm-hmm. Um, for you to keep your job at the end of the day. And again, that's adulting. Reflecting on the workplace that you are in, how you are dealing with the situation and what you can take and what you can handle on a daily basis that is worth your peace and mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I've learned to just look at the person like with the most dumb, like, duh, look, like... Blank space, right? And walk away. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's just like, are you walking away? Yeah, because if you want to go take five laps around the building and come back when you calm down, then we can continue this conversation. But I'm not going to stand here and no one else is going to be here while you curse us out because you mm-hmm. need us to help you. You're not going right. to get help if you act this way. I'm going to mm-hmm. need you to go get some water. Mm-hmm. Take a shot, take a smoke, come back. Because at, at the end of the day, it's not about the situation. Right. You are right. projecting some other shit that's gone exactly. on in your life. Exactly. This was some sort of straw that broke the camel's back. This is what you are using as an excuse to take mm-hmm. out the whatever abuse you have taken into your life, whether right. it was actual, physical, emotional, mental, financial, whatever mm-hmm. it was. Another situation set you off, and you're using this situation to take your shit out on me. That shit ain't right. gonna fly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No. To no, like, dude. So, like, when you think about what it is to be an adult, right? Uh-huh. To be an adult, in capital <laughs> letters, and uh, adult. So, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, when I turn 18, I could do whatever I want. Mm-mm. Psych. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because you cannot rent a vehicle. You cannot legally drink. Okay. Now, let's skip forward to when you're 21. <laughs> you still can't do shit. You can't rent a car. Like, you know, you have a license probably. Most with some fees, don't. though. Maybe. You can rent okay, cars. With some yeah. higher but fees. But some places yeah. you can't. Because I saw, like, like here, I wasn't able to do it until you are 25. But I don't want to pay no fees. Mm. <laughs> then you then you reach over 25. And for some 25-year-olds, like, oh, my God, it's a midlife crisis. <laughs> um, you don't even, you still have Similac on your breath. Again, be quiet. Now, Stop mind playing, you, people. <laughs> I'm serious. Some of them. Some of some them. Some of them do. Now, granted, if you are the boss person you are, you have a great education, you might have a family, married kids, you know what? You're the adult today. Um, Maybe. Even so, you might be like, uh, I didn't sign up for this uh, program. I opt out. Um, yeah. Then you hit your 30s. The 30s is where you think you were supposed <laughs> to have it figured out. Psych. Mm-hmm. That does not happen. Who? Mm-hmm. When? Why? So in my mind, I thought I'm gonna I'm, I'm hit thirty. I'm an adult. I was like, no, I'm thirty. I want to <laughs> reverse, reverse. Mm-hmm. Give me that Uno card. Reverse, reverse. Just stop. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Like, no, I'm in a different age bracket. People look at me differently. But then, <laughs> this is where the this is where the adult mentality comes in. You look at people that are younger than you. Mm-hmm. And that you've grown up with, or you know, and then they do some things, and it's just like, oh, I did, I did not do that. Why do you think that's okay? Your mentality changes in your thirties, and that's why I think if your mentality, well, mentality, English yeah, you words, you're fine. You got this. mentality. Yep. If your brain changes when you get a certain age, then you're the adult. If you can have non-juvenile thought process, if you can function properly in the world, doesn't say you have to be like, I own a house and a car and pay. No. If you mm-hmm. can make big adult decisions mm-hmm. and know that I'm not going to get consequences for this, right? if you have a second guess, like, am I going to go to jail today? Then you're an adult, I think. No. Yeah. That yeah. works. Sometimes. Because I'm pushing 34 and I still don't get it. I think I think truly where the concept of adulting. So I think there's a concept of adulting. So those are the actions. Mm-hmm. And then I think of being an adult. Mm-hmm. So I think that thought of being an adult is has to do with like emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. 
and your ability to accept responsibility for your actions and your words, which stems from emotional maturity. So you're the person who can communicate and, and have self. So let me say that emotional maturity. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, emotional awareness, self-awareness and ability to take responsibility all are in the same realm of stuff. They're all freaking Mm -hmm. a Venn diagram, right? Mm -hmm. So you have the emotional maturity to have the self-awareness to figure out how you interact and move through the world. And how you affect not only yourself, but other people. You have the mm-hmm. emotional maturity to take responsibility for your actions. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you are an adult. And there's that, I don't know about you guys, but there are moments that happen in my life that I think back and say, hey, when I was younger, I would not have the self-awareness mm-hmm. to have been able to have that conversation, to have been mm-hmm. able to clock that behavior prior to it even happening. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I would have just slipped in that behavior really quickly and caused so much harm, not only to myself, but to other people. So like yesterday, right? And I've talked to you guys a little bit about this. I, for some reason, was not getting messages from people. Mm-hmm. Okay, why why are people not answering my text messages? That is very weird. I was also supposed to video chat with somebody. Mm-hmm. They had not, conf- you know, the Capricorn in me likes to have planned and c- you need to confirm with me your attendance Mm -hmm. at an event or something we're doing together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hadn't spoken. They had not responded to text messages all day. And then this morning did not like confirm that we were going to talk after I sent it. And I said, you know what? Maybe they're going to blow me off. Maybe they're going to ghost me. Fine. I accepted my fate. I moved on. Um, And then I, you know, they called me and we FaceTimed. And instead of me going straight in to say, why the hell aren't you answering my text messages? Why are you ghosting? What the fuck happened? You, cause they very nonchalantly started going to the conversation as if they didn't ghost me for 24 hours. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Instead of doing that older Aaron would have went straight into demanding why uh-huh. they disrespected me. I went straight in and said, Hey, I sent you a text message, you know, yesterday and today to confirm this. And I didn't hear anything from you. Is everything okay? Their response was, Here's my phone. I actually sent you a bunch of text messages. I was concerned when you didn't get back to me. Miscommunication that Mm -hmm. could have spiraled down into like a fight, into Mm -hmm. drama Mm -hmm. that got stopped in its tracks because I made a decision of my self-awareness and emotional maturity to ask an actual question and not be make assumptions and make accusatory comments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is not only being an adult, but adulting Mm -hmm. to then find out that I'm not getting text messages from any iOS users. No. And then restarted my, (laughs) and a Samsung. (laughs) Thanks, Juan. Restarted my phone. I got 15 messages all at once. So her and I are laughing on the, on FaceTime. Mm -hmm. And now it's just this funny thing that I'm like, sorry, everybody. That's why I wasn't getting back to you. Mm -hmm. So I could have had three different fights with people. But instead, the adult and the adulting actions were, let me have this conversation to see what happens instead of accusing people of behavior and making an assumption on why they're not getting a hold of me. Because it's not about me. Yeah. It was actually the phone. The phone was being a whole child. Like, let's let's, let's see if we can mess with her today. Yeah. Exactly. And especially in 2020, where we're reliant on text messages or relying on video chatting where instead of me, I would have seen those people in person. Technology is so reliant on our communication that it is challenging people on such a level to have such self-awareness about. And again, on text messages, you can't read tone. You're Mm. not seeing someone's face. So when text messaging starts messing up, you're also making an assumption about how someone's communicating with you. 
So now mm-hmm. you're having to be the adult and make adulting decisions in your communication about how you were, you know, presenting yourself in those relationships with communication, which is why I far prefer, I'm one of those elder millennials, call me on the phone, mm-hmm. video chat me, mm-hmm. Google duo me, again, not, not sponsored, FaceTime me, <laughs> video chat me in some way so mm-hmm. I can hear your tone, see your face, plus I just miss human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, Because text messaging, I can't see your tone. So again, I think that's why a lot of people are struggling right now. Yeah, Yeah, and then it it definitely, especially the people that always text, and it's like you, they forget how to actually have a phone call conversation. And I would tell people, just call me. And it was like, oh, uh, because you're getting lost in your text message. And some people are like, no, it's not. Uh, yes, it is. Because you read something totally different than what I actually wrote. So the point mm-hmm. where you have to screenshot them, the text message, like, uh, can you reread what you sent? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, yeah. come on, yeah. just call me. Yeah. But people need to understand, like, go back to that. But yeah, adulting in 2020 is different, especially in everyone is uh, drinking a whole lot more now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some people. I've Some told, people are. Yeah. I've, I, for adulting for me is learning and understanding. So once I hit my 30s or once I hit 30, it was like the, the dawn of epiphanies because you just start realizing things. So all your mm-hmm. life people were telling you two plus two equal four. And you're like, okay, yeah, two plus two equal four. And then something happens in your 30s. It just like clicks. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know what? Two plus two equals four. And it's been this way my entire life. Um, I have shared with uh, my mentee that, you know, your 20s are like the teenage years of adulthood. So we're not expecting you to have everything Mm. perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm you're going to try and buck the system because you think you know everything and Mm -hmm. you've done this before. You feel as if you've been in the world because now you're getting this new sense of independence and um, doing things for yourself. You don't have to go and get confirmation from somebody else. Um, But the reality is you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. The issue for me you know, or for many people, I shouldn't say just for me, but for me, what I learned was I thought it had to be perfect the first time every single time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just not going to happen, boo-boo. It's okay. Uh, But once you come into your 30s, like you were saying, Amber, you kind of, you're led to believe or society makes you feel as if everything has to be perfect because it has to meet certain standards on paper. Um, You have all these different expectations. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, if you don't, that's okay. Because what you want for yourself may not be what um, society expects of you or what mm. your family expects of you or sometimes mm, what your girl. friends expects of you. Right. Uh, it. And so the reality is that your 20s and coming into your 30s is when you're truly learning yourself. Um, yes. And that is okay. You don't have a yes. set time. There is not a 27 through 32 know yourself and that will be you for the rest of your life. Uh, take some time out to realize and be introspective to understand what makes you happy, what brings you true joy. Mm-hmm. And then yes. realize when those things aren't hitting the markers for you, whether it's exactly. interactions with friends or who you thought were friends yeah. or mm-hmm. other romantic relationships or even platonic, just kind of chill relationships, but you get this vibe, energy, whatever right. you want to call it. Um, and it's not for you. Understand the power of a no um, for yourself and for others. Yes. So that's the other yes. part of adulting. When oh, yeah. you say no, and that is a, a Full, sentence, sentence. A, st- a statement, a thesis statement. Um, mm-hmm. It is what you are um, fighting your dissertation on. No. Mm-hmm. And 
that's just it. Get your doctorate in the know. Um, Because once you get to that part and you're secure within yourself, you don't really have to go to other people for approval or anything else. And that also comes into the whole adulting thing. Because at the end of the day, listen, oh, hey, I wanted to go out and do this and I wanted to go out and do that. Um, And I say that because me, sometimes I still don't always get the full no. Um, Yeah. uh, No, no. it, Mm -hmm. It seems like that's something... I don't want to do. It seems like something uh-huh. I shouldn't really want to do. What I, is what I'm telling myself inside, uh-huh. but on the outside, I'm saying yes. And then you either might go through it um, and like, yep, you see, you should have just stuck with your gut. You you should have, you should have, you knew what you should have said. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. And you have uh, friends around you who say, hmm, correct. Siobhan, Siobhan seems to, mm-hmm. Siobhan, you want to revisit that yes, no? Right. Right. You want to, <laughs> oh, yeah. I have want to, I think, I feel you saying no on the inside and yes on the outside. I just right. want you to, will you look at that narrative one more time and tell me why you're saying yes and not saying mm-hmm. no? Yes. Yeah. No so has also, been, no mm-hmm. has been, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, so also the other part of adulting is knowing who your friends are and keeping them close. Because when you're yes. in your 30s, you don't need to be as what may be perceived on TV as having all these different friends, a whole mm-hmm. list of friends. Nah, get Thanks. you a good solid five. Get you a good bench um, yep. and maybe <laughs> yep. a reserve or two and you will mm-hmm. be set for life. If these are supposed to be your ride or dies, you don't really need yes. other people. You can have new people come in to kind of keep things entertained and maybe introduce them, um, but you don't need them to keep your world rotating yes Um, so once you get a good solid bench keep that bench keep that bench okay and it takes work as in all relationships romantic or just good friendships keep that bench listen um and love on them so when they love on you because there are just going to be times as you grow um where you have your ups and your downs and when you're down you're going to need your ride or dies to be there Mm -hmm. to come lift you up or at least to Mm -hmm. come sometimes you need your time alone i get that but you need them to come and help you. All right, we we've had our we've had our time. We've had our time to reflect. It's time to start coming back into the world. Um, now, certainly, homegirl Rona has changed things up. Um, <laughs> But yeah. there are still ways to kind of make yeah. this thing happen. Um, and you just got to be a little creative. And that's, and that's, and that's where adulting comes in, too. When people mm-hmm. like, yes, it, it you know, it ain't, it's not the best, but let's be adults here and figure it out. Don't sit right. here and be like, I'm going to wait for someone else to do it. Um, no. Exactly. You're the mm-hmm. adult. So you need to do what you have to do. And yes, I have had a full fledged relationship with the word no this year Mm -hmm. and it's no and I don't feel bad about it Mm -hmm. and it's like no because that goes back with like you know relationships and you set an expectation Mm -hmm. as in oh you're gonna be there no I'm not (laughs) (laughs) right I did not sign up for this event I did not sign up for this uh circus I, um, my name is not a RSVP on the list all the time. I am not a VIP member. No. In mm-hmm. capital letters. But yeah, this, I mean, I totally agree with that. And yes, find your bench. And mm-hmm. they need to all be adulting too, because we're not yes. going to be the mother hen of that adulting bench either. Yes. If you can't hear no from a friend, they're not your friend. If you can't say, if I call up Amber and she's like, Aaron, actually, I'm not in the space to have a conversation right now Mm -hmm. and I can't be okay with that, that's problematic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Most of the time I can call it. Like, I was like, you okay? You okay? Mm -hmm. And you're like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I was like, yeah, she's not. We're going to make this conversation short and we will talk later. Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. we did. Yeah. And guess what? That's what friendship is. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? As being in adult relationships too, especially ones that have been 
spanning over an entire lifetime looks also very different too, but you gotta, you know, being an adult is figuring out what that communication looks like into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know and it's not happening. about you at the end of the, sorry, go. No, no, no. Continue. Continue. Yeah. It's a, it's not about you at the end of the day either. Like how someone interacts with you, how someone is expressing themselves, how someone mm-hmm. is in their feelings, mm-hmm. how their trauma interacts with your trauma Mm-hmm. how their intent and impact with their words is different from your intent and impact. That's being mm-hmm. an adult too, is understanding that communication is fucking difficult. Absolutely. And anyone who thinks it's simple is really not understanding the nuances of being a goddamn human being and trying mm-hmm. to communicate, especially in 2020. Now everybody's going through a trauma, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to fuck with anybody who's not in therapy at some point in their life at this point, because we're all going through a major trauma, not even talking about people who've already had trauma in their life. But now mm-hmm. we have a collective human trauma going on right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing, one way that you will never be an adult in, you will never be an adult to your parents mm-hmm. ever. Like no matter how old you are, I have to keep reminding my mother of my age. Oh, mm-hmm. so they'll never they'll never see you as an adult. Like that's what you're you saying. You can't. Yeah, you can never be yeah. an adult to them. Like no, it's yeah. not. It's not like like mom. I'm a whole. I'm thirty four. Listen, and she'll be, my mom okay, just realized and, and, I wasn't thirty. T- my dad still calls me his baby girl. I'm never mm-hmm. going to be anything other than their child. That's just an, it's a constant reminder. <laughs> Whatever. This is what I've come to realize. Whatever your age is on their desk at work or in a prominent display mm. position at their their public place, whether, I mean, it might be in a car or something like that, but whatever that display place, that's the checkpoint age they have you at. In certain parts of your life, they've like checkpoint your age. And so that's mm. what it is. And so- <sighs> I have to change pictures. Sometimes you can't help it. You know, if it's at work, they've had you plastered all over their desk. So when you come to the office and like, oh, wow, you've grown up so much. And it's like, (laughs) but I'm 26, though. I'm hoping I haven't grown up so much from the time or I have grown up so much from the time that my six year old picture that's on her desk. (laughs) I hope there's a major difference in in the way we look. because it, it's there's so much that goes on, but that in my head, that's what I've realized. There's like a checkpoint age. Um, for the longest time, to my mom, I've been. You're such a nice. Uh, what does she call it? Uh, young. I think it was young lady. Um, and I've been a young lady from about twelve to about twenty six, twenty seven. And I I had been asking from about the age of 19 to 27, well, when do I get a little older than a nice young lady? Because I've been that since I was like 12. Um, And so now I'm growing into a nice young woman. Um, And I'll sit here and marinate in this until maybe about 60. Um, (laughs) And then I'll have to have the conversation again. At what point do you become a little bit more seasoned in that? Um, I don't know what I want to be beyond a young woman. Um, but uh, at some point, oh I'd yeah, like to grow up. A it's little. definitely like when people meet you, mm-hmm. when your mom's friends, like you know her church uh, group or church mm-hmm. friends. Oh, this your baby? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. what? Yes, her baby. Her... I'm not a baby because then, then your voice gets like. Then you look at them like, right? Me? Oh, that's your daughter. Oh, that's your daughter. That's your baby. Oh, you so. And then. Uh, who are you? Who? What picture are you showing, Mom? 
mother, mm-hmm. what is happening? And mm-hmm. then it's the, uh, if I do things, she'll go, that's not ladylike. Ooh, I'm, you too? I'm not a lady. I'm a woman. I'm an adult. Oh, no, I've been a, well, you heard how long I've been a lady. Yeah, it's like, the fact that you have to say that you're an adult to your parent is like, yeah, am no. I, will I ever be the adult to you? No, no I, I won't. I get, to, I get to now break down the whole concept of gender and all that stuff with my parents now. So when they want, so if they ever say anything like ladylike, I'll be like, who's the lady in this situation? Am I, am I, yeah. like, who are you? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Just because I use she and my she, they pronouns does not mean I'm a lady. Let's talk about it and break solely, it. Right. So yeah. break down. Yeah. Let's yeah. break down this. You want to have this conversation? Let's do it. And yeah. then they're like, yeah, okay. So we're, I'm okay. So I haven't even broached the idea with them that gender queer is within the umbrella of the trans identity. I'm taking it real slow with them. Just going to slowly, you know, layer in conversations mm-hmm. but yeah it's a thing. being that ad- being that adult also is coming back to your identity like f- coming back to like who am i as a person how uh-huh. have i been raised uh-huh. do i identify with like the religion i was grew up in do i identify with the you know the gender influences what is my sexuality you know how am i interacting with the world that's also being an adult everyone wants to talk about oh i came out late or I've discovered this late. No such thing as doing stuff late. I don't know why people have this concept that you need to, at a certain point, have come to the conclusion about who you are. Who you are is consistently changing. New information is coming to you. You're constantly, hopefully, I hope you're constantly thinking about yourself and how you live and move through the world and what brings you joy. Mm-hmm. And Truly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Truly. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and that um, you have people around you that will move with you and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm that brings you joy. Let's do it." Uh-huh. Right. Or surround yourself with new people. Get oh, yeah. go out there. It adulting is going out there and finding your tribe. Um, because if the bench that you have now isn't really a bench, it's just some cheap old folding chairs. It's time to let that go <laughs> and find yourself. It's those yes. white folding chairs yes. and weddings. It's that the flimsy like, ones that sink. They sink into Hate the em. mud. Um, I need you to go out there and find yourself a sturdy foundation. So within yourself. So don't necessarily go out there and try and find new friends if you aren't truly secure in yourself. Because if you're finding, certainly when you become friends with somebody new, you're going to pick up on each other's nuances and other things. Um, but mm-hmm. if you aren't secure in yourself before you go out and get yourself this new bench or find your new tribe, um, you're going to be changing back and forth with the wind because you're not secure in self. So secure yourself first, whatever that needs to be, whether you need to meditate, you need to pray, you need to just do some coloring and just bring back your inner kid. Um, Mm. Yes, ma'am. Whatever that it, whatever you need to do to bring yourself back to that um, and then grow internally uh, from there, do that part first. Um, And like you were saying, I didn't realize that there was concern about what age you were supposed to come out or not come out or whatever that may be. So wherever you need to be in your life, get to that point first, become secure in self first, and then start moving forward and surrounding yourself by people who will love you 
despite all the things. I am good on calling myself perfectly imperfect um, because yes. you aren't ever going to get it all right all the time. Um, it's not your job. But at the same time, you should be, once you acknowledge or, or see something, you're trying to work to fix it. And sometimes it doesn't need like a full-on jackhammer construction repair. It just might need to be just a a look in the mirror. You know what? Maybe this is something we need to talk about or just acknowledge and move on. Um, Mm -hmm. Do that part too. So there's a lot of issues that are like, I came out late. I came out. I'm a late bloomer for people who are like coming out, you know, as whoever they are in, in their forties. And they're like, sorry, I'm a late bloomer. And I feel like, I'm like, I feel type of way. And people are like apologizing when they're in their 40s or their 50s, or even their 60s, and they're coming out. There's That's a lot of say. cultural stuff that plays into that. When you were younger, trying to come into yourself, it wasn't socially safe for you to do that. Right. I was just going to say. To even come into that. So, like, I don't think there's any such thing as, so yeah, within queer culture, there's a bunch of things. Wh- what age were you when it was safe to even bring up that conversation? There's ageism with, like, you should do it by a certain time so you can find the person you want to love because people are only going to get with people in a certain age. So it's like a bonkers situation when it comes to like stuff like that. Like even me coming out with my identities, you know, between 30 and 33 um, can seem as like a late bloomer. Um, but really like historically now that's like a lot of the age range where people are coming into themselves or in their thirties. Um, millennials are starting to be like, Oh yeah, this is what we're doing. And there's multiple coming out too. There's people who, come out as you know uh by when they're younger to realize that compulsory heterosexuality is why they still identify as an attraction to men and they actually come out as lesbian later to find out that compulsory heterosexuality is the only reason why they came out as bi and they actually are only attracted to women so i don't want to i don't i don't want to sound uh yeah uh, this is not gonna come i don't want to come off rude I don't want to come off as like offensive to anyone. You were just trying to ask a question. Yes. Right. Where can I buy the dictionary or manual for this stuff? Because you just threw out a whole big word. I was like, that's a word? <laughs> that's that education. I <laughs> right. mean, on I was top like, of just her identity. That's her. Right. She said identity. it. I was like repeating it in my mind. Huh? I, I need. So listen, if yeah. someone's listening out there. Google. Uh, Google's a great someone, thing. Can someone send me the manual? to this um, stuff. Cause I want to be educated. Yes. Yeah. Properly mm-hmm. because you know, you have friends in this scenario and I, it's, I, I need the handbook. So yeah. like any, so like anything, there's also, if you have friends or people in any community, any community, whether it's mm-hmm. racially based, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. any identity based information that you want. Um, if you feel comfortable coming to a friend that asks them that question, just because they're in the in the culture, in the uh, in their identity, in that group, doesn't mean they necessarily have the education to explain right. to what it means. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Ask them; they can give you their information. But at the end of the day, Google is your friend. Go to Google. There's good websites that mm-hmm. are um, all about like education. They actually have mm-hmm. definitions and stuff like that. Peer review journals, like people have do their freaking doctorates and thesis on identity and identity development and they write stuff and you can reach like actual like academic shit on that. You can also mm-hmm. go to like college websites where they have like their Q centers. They have definitions on there. Um, it's all about kind of looking up stuff. And that's also just like what people are putting on Google and stuff. There's stuff in different cities that have like queer centers. You can go mm-hmm, to there mm-hmm. and talk to them about the edge and get in, you know, talk to them and learn and stuff. But yeah, right. I would say go to your local queer and ask them questions, but it's also not dependent on each queer person to be the education, like 
right. emotional yeah, labor like, to be the educator. Yeah, exactly. So it really like, depends on the person if they want to answer the questions. Me right. as your best friend, I will tell you stuff. I will answer questions. I will be that person. And then if there's stuff I don't know because it's new shit, we'll go on Google and learn together. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like it's because every person I have that's in the community, of course, is going to be different. And yeah. I just like I said, I, I'm just looking for the Dumbledore of the group. <laughs> like um, or just a group of Dumbledores right because everybody I figure you all have to get tired of having to explain everything all the time right, so right, you just right. like tag out like Professor McGonagall and you know right. whoever's that who, you just whoever's need a team the, you know, they need a bench I mean remember that girl remember that girl on TikTok I don't know if you've seen the viral video but she was talking about like she's like I don't know if I can call these baby hairs but like I don't oh know yeah, to do I with love these, these baby yes, hairs. And she's yes. like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, yes. but I mean, I, I need women her. of color. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trying to ask, like, nicely, like, what to do with my hair because I feel like Absolutely. women of color knows what to do. Do I call these baby hairs? What do I do mm-hmm. with them? They just look mm-hmm. stupid. They're short and they make me look frizzy. And mm-hmm. what did women of color do? They oh, stepped up yeah. in the comments and said, "Hey, this is a respectful way to ask people of a certain culture." Mm-hmm. A question about something that impacts them and it's cultural appreciation, not appropriation. Yeah. And ask that question because you gave people space to say no. You mm-hmm. didn't come up and just demand an answer. Mm-hmm. So that's also the difference. How are you asking the question? Are you giving that person space to say no? Mm-hmm. So that's yes. how I yeah. like to look at it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also the thing. Like, I don't just roll up on y'all and be like, listen, I have a question for a black person um, and you have to answer it for And me. I'll be like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like if it's about natural hair. I might have an answer for right. That. Exactly, Other things. Uh, and then those, I don't those, know. Those women her, and her hair looks so cute. Exactly, right. it's not a monolith. So when mm-hmm. you roll up on someone making an assumption, you're going to get an answer from them based on what you think is an, a question within the black culture. You also mm-hmm. have to reflect on. What are you trying to say about your perception of black culture? What are you trying to say about your perception of queer culture or mm-hmm. about uh, people with disabilities? About people, you know. What it, you have to think on that as well, and again, that has to do with adulting. You start mm-hmm. to understand the complexities of identities, how you get information about other identities, how you process and communicate with people with different identities. Mm-hmm. All adulting, mm-hmm. all being an adult. It's not mm-hmm. just about waking up, taking a shower, doing your laundry, paying your taxes. It's about how you live right. and move through the world. Right. Absolutely. And it, and two, also, <laughs> to point when people come and ask questions. I'm at as an adult, I feel totally comfortable saying, I don't know, ask someone else. Like it's not isn't that a big a, isn't that a huge adult thing too? To like yes. be you like just look, you just I look don't at them know. Just, Accept your mm-mm. truth. Accept your mm-mm. truth. Like it's, literally it's I don't even, know. It's even the point of like you may know, but you're at a point in life where you just rather not. Right. Let's again not no. Yeah. yeah. Something's no. just like I don't I don't don't come to go to some and you're like not I, today. You, Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Not today. I am allowed to be like, no, go Because I don't know if it was just being raised. Um, so you know how you got, you know how, you know, if you're identified as a cis woman, you say, you know, as a woman, when I was raised up as a woman, a good way to say that is people who are socialized feminine or socialized as a woman. So people who like myself, who do not identify as a cis woman anymore, I can speak to my childhood because I was socialized as a woman or socialized as a female. Mm-hmm. I can still speak to my childhood so you can tell, like, yes, I was socialized female, but now I don't identify as so. Mm-hmm. Um, so people who are socialized female, a lot of the times have the difficulty saying no. Mm-hmm. Have that difficulty okay. where they're like, oh, I have to fix this situation. Oh, they're asking me a question. I have to answer it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Um, so, so I still have those experiences, even though currently right now. Right. Mm-hmm. That is not so part of my identity. Right. I'm still perceived. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. 
feel I still live and move through know. the world as someone perceived as being a cisgender female. So I still have those experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So not the, necessarily the whole bottom line, but a synopsis is feel comfortable in your truth of not knowing because yeah. again, nobody is perfect. It is absolutely, absolutely. okay to say it's right. time to phone a friend or I need an adult because that's something yes. else I say quite Somebody often. Else. Right, right. Um, if you are in a store and don't know exactly where it is, sounds like you might need an adult or mm-hmm. a young person who was employed by an, uh, another adult. Uh, right, exactly. Can I, a can young I get that person adult? who was employed by another adult. Yeah. Right. That yeah, that because person that they mm-hmm, some of they these mean, teenagers out here know the things. They're just uh-huh. not old enough. Not, right. To, to, to be, be adults. Mm-hmm. I will, but listen, I'm going to challenge y'all on that. I feel like there are some teenagers that are more of an adult than 50 mm-hmm. year old people. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Like, but they're skill more, set yeah. wise, mindset wise, emotional, matur- emotional maturity wise. Mm-hmm. But I think technology has helped them to, some mm-hmm. of them, to get to mm-hmm. where they are because they're uh, theoretically open to communication um, mm-hmm. and are able to uh, articulate that. Yes. They no. ask the hard questions. Yeah, they do. Right. They push the they push the limits of the adults where you're just like, what? Right. And they themselves hopefully have had interactions where they're able to learn and grow that level of communication. Um, because some of them, it depends on your culture, family culture, but uh, yes. the yes. answer and reply would have been because I said so. You're yes. not going to have a go Absolutely. back and forth with the things. I said so, that's it, final, mm-hmm. party done. Exactly. No facts. And then too, it does, when you go back to the way that you're raised or cultural wise, say mm-hmm. for instance, I was raised as an only child. Now, granted, mm-hmm. I knew my child's place, but because I was raised as an only child, I was around more adults. Mm-hmm. So my mental, my mental status at the time was not of a child's of my age. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, you say you're wiser for your age. It's because yeah. I was surrounded by such. And that's just like say what babies, when they're talk well, their speech is more, you know, higher than their age because they mm-hmm. are spoken to as such and not spoken to as a child. Mm-hmm. So it's like at one point, does that adult language kick in as well? Because someone mm-hmm. could be pushing 40 and they still want to party at their 20s. Their adult mental status and language has not even kicked in. Mm-hmm. You know? This is my thing. I'm not going to... If you do good in the world... If you are doing good for the world, if you are not hurting yourself or others, unless it's consensual, <laughs> like very important, be, very important, very important. Another topic. <laughs> yeah, another topic for another show. Another show. Another show. Another show. Another episode. If, yeah, another episode. There we go. <laughs> making me lose my train of thought. If Sorry. you're doing good in this world, um, and you, and you are again not hurting yourself or others, unless it's consensual, I don't care what you do if you're being Uh health like Uh if you're like that's basically what i say i'm not gonna kink shame i'm not gonna shame you for you know dancing and screaming in your living room to music that i wouldn't normally like like it's not Uh about what Uh i like it's not about me but like don't come into this world treating people with respect disrespect (laughs) with respect (laughs) come here with respect make sure you're paying attention to this podcast right (laughs) God, do as we say, not as we... No, damn it. Fuck. Um, Make sure you're showing people respect. Like, letting people live their life. What does other people living their life have to do with you? Like, Mm -hmm. show love to people foundationally. That is being an adult. Knowing Mm -hmm. where your Mm -hmm. shit ends and other people's shit starts. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally living Mm -hmm. as a community. Like, Mm -hmm. end of story. Because guess what? 
Um, my The music that I like doesn't affect you. How I eat my food doesn't affect you. But I, you know, wear a fucking mask, care about other people, like, let me love who I want to fucking love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't care what you do. But that's like mm-hmm. an adult thing, too, to recognize, like, who are you as a person, how you live and move through the world, and, like, the good that you can do for others. So Absolutely. Right. But, like, you can make funny, judgy things about people. I don't care, but just don't be a dick. I guess my T-shirt, I to sum it all up, because you can't put that all on a T-shirt, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is, like... Front and back. Front, it has to be front and back, you know. Small screen fun- printed. Small. small real small. And we're talking, like, 8.5. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Hel- Hel- Helvetica? 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 I don't know. No, let's just, Comic Sans? No, that's no, it's a terrible. No, comic. that's yeah. Yeah, let's not do it. Mm, times New Roman. Times, we'll just sit yeah. with <laughs> We'll just leave it there, but lower yeah. the font size. Right. 8.5 times New Roman, that entire thing I said. But I think if I was going to get everything on a t shirt, it would be don't be a dick, wear a fucking mask, and like uh, uh, spread joy. Like, end of story. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, know. don't be genitalia area. Like, you know. Yeah, that too. You know, if groin, we're going to be. Don't be the groin area. If we're going to be inclusive, see, look at you coming through being inclusive. Right? Come through, lessons. Come come through inclusivity. Mm-hmm. Don't be the hot, sweaty part of your body. Right. Um, that can go so many ways. Right. I, you know what? So Don't be the groin ways. area. Right. Listen, I'm telling you, this this whole like phrase can be a whole other episode because some things that I've heard people say, yeah. genius. <laughs> genius you know what we should, do? we should comes out of all like the in, good ones and the total asshole some of the asshole comments i hear i'm like yo mm-hmm. <laughs> where did you come up with that mm-hmm. and you can't even you can't like it's more like you hear asshole come uh comment or you know remark and you sit there and you process can I even be mad that you said it or impressed that you did? <laughs> Some people are living in the year 3000 and we are behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, it's, yeah. It's like if someone said it, so it's just like, holy shit. To the person that got told that, I'm, I think I'm sorry. But I'm like, still I, trying I, to process. Right. I'm still like, how are you that? It. How are you so witty so quickly? Is right. my question sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh. like, yeah, my like, brain it's a just process. It processes mm-hmm. differently, and sometimes you're just so shot, shot, so shocked by the wit. You're like, "That just right. hit me square in my right. face," and that w- shit wasn't even told to me. Right? There's some things I'm like, I'm pretty like, you know, some, I feel like I'm and pretty like, quick. Sometimes. And like you think sometimes like- that you can do it, and you're like, and it happens to you. And you're like, "Bitch, I could have said something so good." When you're walking home, you're like, "Fuck, I have like five right. different things I right. could have exactly. said." Exactly. It's supposed to. <laughs> You're like debriefing the situation in your head as you're walking away. You're like, shit, fuck. Why didn't I say that? God damn it. I could have t- I should have been like, no. It's one of those mm. moments where you wish you could pause and just turn right, right. back around. Hold on. Right. Yes. Sorry. So I would like a save redo. It in reserve. Right. You save it in reserve for next time. And adulting is knowing it, but not saying it anyway. Sometimes. Sometimes you can be petty as an adult. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can be petty as an adult and you just deal with the consequences later. Yeah. Deal with the consequences. Or as an adult, you really just, um, it's like, is it consequences at this point? <laughs> it's like, ah, forget it. Listen. That's for older people. I want to get to the point where you ever meet like an yes. older person where they just give zero fucks of anything. Yes. 
That is what it's I can't like, wait for. I you can't wait. That's on your mind. That's them accepting responsibility, and the responsibility is they don't give a fuck. Yeah, yes. like those old people. I have so much respect for some of, some of those. Some of them, not all of them. Some of them are just plain assholes. Mm. Um, but it's like level to the assholery. It's just like. There's a difference between not giving a fuck and being a disrespectful asshole. There's a very big difference. Like, I can respect people who are literally not letting people's bullshit get under their skin in any way, shape, or form. And then there's people who literally are just being assholes and using their age to just be a dick. So, like... Yeah, true. Very true. No, but I have respect for, like, that gaining that total, like, high-level, beat-the-biggest-boss, like... Mm -hmm not don't give a fuck like nobody can touch me how can you how can you let people not affect you like that that's just like that's just years of wisdom yeah yeah and and realizing that it's not yours certain things you don't have to pick up the spirit of it's offense not a, is not something ooh. you don't always have to pick up um, um and that is a lesson learned that is a lesson currently learning um it ain't always about you did you just say a spirit of offense is something you don't have to pick up? Girl, Listen. that's a t-shirt. <laughs> Let's put that on Teespring. Let's okay? write this down. Um, write this down. So we can make it. We gotta record like it. Thing. It's in perpetuity, bitch. Like, remind, put, let me put that on my to-do list. Okay, remind me so we can put that on a t-shirt. That's um, a sticky it is, note. It's not there for you. You you mm-hmm. can absolutely look at it and walk right over it onto the next thing that you have on your to-do list. Don't let that stop you and distract you from doing what you need to get done. Okay? <gasps> Get the Girl, things done. That Boo, boom. Get the I just smacked my like, get the things done. I was so fucking excited and proud of you. This is the proudest moment. Thanks. Does any so on that note, because that's right. Chef's kiss of an end of an episode. Does anyone have any last <laughs> thoughts about adulting, learning and growing? Because we did a shit ton of adulting and learning and growing on this episode. Mm-hmm. We did it. No, completely random though. When you were going yes. back to talk about the ageism in the queer yeah. community, I uh-huh. just want to say shout shout out to the creators and writers of Grace and Frankie. Because that's my <gasps> show too. That's my okay? show. That is a show. That's my show. I don't know what they're doing now in light of everything going on, um, mm-hmm. but I pray they can all get it together because I'm waiting for the new season. Me too. I'm so sorry just do like, I... yeah, block all of that out and get everybody there. Quarantine, being if the NBA can be in a whole bubble. Um, <laughs> let's get some, some of these shows. Some, some of the shows are coming Netflix. back. Some of them yeah. are. They are. Let's, they are. Let's starting get this to do together. It. They have do like two new seasons. Yeah. We're getting a leverage too, by the way. They're currently shooting. Excited about that. There you go. Yeah, just FYI. Okay. Do we know when that's coming out? I don't. I'm following the Instagram account, so I'll let you Appreciate know. it. Keep me posted. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Um, so on that note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Oh, um, people. Listen, uh, th- thank you for joining us for um, during this podcast where we did a lot of learning, a lot of growing, a mm-hmm. lot of talking about adulting. And in case you didn't know, we, or they are, I have not touched Grace and Frankie yet. So I, I promise I will. Blasphemy. I promise. I know, blasphemy, Horrible. I know. But we are hard We are hard leverage stands and Grace and Frankie stands. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks for joining us. And we hope that you laughed with us. Um, and learn and grew with us this podcast in some way, shape, or form, and that you also enjoyed yourself. You can find our social medias at um, mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast on Instagram, mimosas underscore besties on Twitter, and on Facebook, we are mimosas with my besties podcast. Uh, We hope you have a great day and stay hydrated. Bye. Bye.